everybody. Welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact, the only wild web serial shorter than the Bible, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering Subordination, chapters 6.3 and 6.4. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know who becomes the Lord of Toronto in the year of our Lord 2020 and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read Pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers to the chapters we are covering. I just have to say I'm pretty happy that I didn't stumble too much over that <laughs> new uh, catchphrase, for lack of a better term. Yeah, that term. was good. When you started saying something different, I was like, what? <laughs> I know, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it still feels wrong, but... <laughs> a little bit. Uh, all right, so basic chapter summary here. Um, Blake heads to Conquest Tower and meets everyone involved with the upcoming conflict. Blake and Conquest choose their champions. What did you think of these chapters, Malia? Um, the first time I read them, I was very stressed. And then the second time I read them, I was much more like excited, just kind of like, ooh. And I found things like a lot funnier. Um, and I'm just sort of like, yeah, I'm excited, as opposed to just like, what the fuck? But yeah. <laughs> um did you predict any of this happening no i'm gonna say no (laughs) i mean yeah i I anticipated very little of this (laughs) except i mean like they were like oh everyone's gonna be like there outside of the tower or whatever but that wasn't me predicting that was just literally like they mentioned it (laughs) so i mean no so no that's okay that is fine all right, so Nick and Blake uh, hold a crash course on mani- magic shenanigans, and they strategize. Yeah, I like, I mean, I don't know, the first sentence of this chapter, Power Comes with a Price, it was like, yeah, accurate, good lesson, good yes. lesson. <laughs> um, I thought the way that, like, Nick thinks about it, like, capitalism and business and Rose is, like, science and, like, math and Blake is like art. Like I think the ways they think of the practice and its systems are really interesting. Um, and I'm curious as to like I don't know how other people think of it. Like which one is more right? Because I think they all have like upsides and downsides. Um, Blake thinking that it's bullshit and like confidence. Rose thinking that it has an internal logic, which I think it does. And if you don't understand that logic, it really fucks you. And then Nick is like I don't know. For Nick, it's almost like I'm playing this safe and I'm just gonna like invest or avoid risk or whatever in like different ways um Mm -hmm. and i liked how those different conceptions of the practice were all in this chapter but it was really yeah it was interesting where he's just like oh yes like the debt and the um just a whole bunch of business terms real fast yeah but yeah um one of the first things i noticed was like why is tiffany not there um Mm. and then in the next chapter too she like doesn't do or say anything and i'm just like what the fuck like like yeah because i like, thought she was yeah. in like uh following in like a different car right right like, me too i was like that's weird that you took those two and not tiffany but like plot reasons and like a lesser writer i would be like oh it's just like too complicated of a scene like let's cut one of these characters out it's fine but like wild Boat can handle you know and it really wouldn't have been too hard to just like alexis isn't there aren't a ton of lines dedicated to Alexis in this, but you know, she's there, you check up on her, she gets some characterization and it wouldn't have been that hard to just be like, you know, Tiffany was wide eyed and also silent, which I was grateful for. Like, 
done. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, like surely they could have all smushed into the truck, the three of them in the back or whatever. Like, it doesn't, it feels like this was intentional and I don't understand. I don't know. Um, <sighs> what if she got ate by the earth? Well, then we wouldn't know she existed and we wouldn't have gone back and been like, Tiff's back at the place. <laughs> if that theory is correct. No, it's not a theory. It's just how it works. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <sighs> but maybe I she just... got ate by, well, okay, maybe she didn't get eaten, but <laughs> maybe she's uh, took her own car or maybe she decided to walk. Or maybe, no, but it like, was like, she's back getting lessons. I'm like, why aren't you all back getting, le- I don't know. I, I just want to know what that conversation was. Like, was it like <laughs> Tiffany was like, I don't want to go, I'll stay here. Or was it like, hey, Tiffany, like, we're going to go, bye. Like, I just- yeah. <laughs> I mean, frankly, it's so like, weird. it's a little smarter, <sighs> I feel like, to have at least one of them get a little bit more uh, lessons, uh, if possible. I mean, maybe Blake just felt like he needed his two, like, OG friends to, like, back him up for this. I um, guess. I mean, a lot of me is just, like, like, they seem to have influenced possible strategies and, like, thinking whatever is on the part of some of these people. But, mm-hmm. like, so far, it doesn't feel like it, anything would have super changed. You mean, like, if, if they hadn't been awakened and if they weren't there? <laughs> I, well, I think a lot of it is, like, it feels right to Blake, though, right? And mm-hmm. it's helping him, like, recharge his self. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of huge for him. Because yeah, he doesn't have a lot. Big. Yeah. Um, right. So I think that's part of why, like, it wasn't as important for Tiffany to be there. Just because she's, I mean, she's a friend, but she's relatively new friend. Sure, yeah. Whereas, like, you know, he's going to go talk to Conquest. He kind of needs, like... A little bit extra like boost and something and self is something that like he really needs more of you know that's true that's kind of what just... i figured but yeah and i mean it's like you know what i mean sure what are ty and you know alexa's gonna do nothing besides that but you know tiffany's not gonna do anything either so might as well try to do more prep in other ways you know yeah maybe that might be what's happening it just i don't know felt weird felt weird yeah yeah um oh yeah but then so evan is just like really fucking funny um (laughs) yeah all the time and it's really good it's just like he's almost like olaf um from frozen (laughs) i feel like olaf would just say shit and it was like you're not supposed to say that out loud um but he's that is not a comparison that i would have thought but i mean you know what it is disney related so (laughs) well just when like you know the whole oh don't lie alexis and like oh blah, 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 blah. which by the way like blake needs to learn how to explain this better better um because don't lie means something very different than what it means in this context yeah because it's not about what you believe is true like I, I, yeah it's about like yeah. objective truth yeah. so it's about not saying things that might be wrong and so like and it's funny that he's like don't say shit on me tyler because like well, okay, that's, just that's like- a rule I just I yeah. think that's a rule of discourse that's it's totally fine. And also like I feel like shit on me is like That's not saying like, like a it's fact. It's like fuck me. Like, right. It's like fuck me is not saying like it's like telling someone to fuck you. It's not there's no objective whatever. Like he's not saying no, there is yeah. currently shit on me. He's saying 
shit on me, but also it's religious coarseness. I mean, Blake is new with this too. But like somebody should be like, by the way, Blake, it's fine. (laughs) That's true. But you got the right. He's technically like newer than both of us, you know, to the this world. Oh, totally. Like even in terms of like book length, like I mean. The story hasn't been going on for that up. long. <laughs> yeah. Like it hasn't been going on for that long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but like we have a much better grasp of like, yeah, that kind of shit than that's fair, you know, but I mean, you're not wrong, but <laughs> just to, yeah. But, but back to Evan. So like Alexis is like, you lied to me, blah, blah, blah. And then when they resolve that conversation, he just out loud to everyone is like, she understands, but she's still mad. I'm like, she's right there. <laughs> what? What is that? I love it. Doctor? I but love also, it. this is fucking funny. And it's like, just like very Olaf, like, hi, Sven. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know, like, not quite getting it. Um, I took it to more as being awkward. I took it to more as where he's like, what? Like, she gets it and she's still mad at you. I felt like he was just sticking up for his, his, his boy, you know, um, more than like not getting it. And okay. that's why Blake was like, we don't have time to get into this right now. I feel like he was like, really? Like, you're, you're still mad? <laughs> like, or she's like, I'm, and I, she's like, I'm, I'm just disappointed. It's like, but you, but you understand. That, that's how I took it. <laughs> it's like, you, you motherfucker. Like, you, you understand, but you're being, a, you're, you're just being disappointed because you're being a dick. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you know, I, nice I very much took it as like a, I don't understand adults, like, mm. way and not a like, challenging her way but that's interesting that's interesting i mean you may very much be right but i thought it was funnier slash more satisfying to be like yeah evan (laughs) you stick up for blake (laughs) i love when evan sticks up for blake but i also feel like alexis is entitled to her own emotions and also um there's nothing that doesn't to be upset about this (laughs) okay i mean me saying that blake's or that's evan sticking up for her is good doesn't take that away though but Evan's saying, like, oh, why are you still mad? Like, so I don't know. She's allowed to be mad. Her, her madness is very valid. Sure, but he's allowed to ask about it, too. Because he's, right, he he's sticking up for him. Right. I mean, he didn't ask her about it. He, but, like, comments to Blake. But I, think, but I think, like, he, I don't know. For me, like, him saying out loud is explicitly, like, on purpose to me. Sure, maybe. Because, like... Yeah, she understands, but she's still mad. And that's, he explicitly is like, Evan, it's cool. Subject handled. And then she's like, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. And he's like, but you understand why he did it? Evan asked. Evan, I said. Yeah, I understand. But Evan started. Evan, we don't have a lot of time. Drop it, please. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so I just took it as more of a, I don't know. I know, I realize I read out loud the exact same thing that you read. But that's what I took it as. I don't think that says, it's, it's not saying Alexis doesn't isn't allowed to be angry or anything it's just saying that like to me uh evan is sticking up for blake and i like it yeah i like when evan sticks up for blake yeah i mean i would definitely be like uh have a lot of conflicting negative emotions see if i were in alexis or ty's shoes for sure but so like i'm not saying that that's not valid uh but yeah no it's it's fine it's just sort of yeah evan's funny yes um yeah, it's it's I like how Nick will like address things to Blake and say like things to him about what he should be doing or whatever. And he's like, you're supposed to be helping them figure this all out, not me. And it's like, Blake, like, 
there's a reason that he's giving the lesson and you're not. Like, there's a reason that you asked him to give the lesson and not you. And part of that might be that you're tired or whatever, but you're interjecting enough that it's like, it's because he knows more reliable information and maybe you should listen to, like, somebody trying to teach you something. Yeah. Like, you may slow slightly more than they, than, than your friends, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should not be the one giving the lessons. Especially, yeah, like, like, with your shitty karma, it's more likely <laughs> that that's going to go wrong somehow or they're going to misunderstand stuff. Right. But also, like, Blake, you need lessons. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then Leonard is there and never mentioned again, but I was happy that he was there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm assuming, yeah, there's just a, like, oh, yeah, he's still around. Um, And he marked a hammer with a wind rune, which was funny because he can't lift things and also wind runes um yes. and i hope we get june back because i miss her yeah yeah um but then they start talking about the different major rituals and they start talking about um implements and it, i like that they that ty and blake both know what alexis is talking about that she's talking about like her tattoo gun thing um like that's a nice indicator of their friendship and everything um and feels like i don't know i just i liked that moment a lot um but it was interesting thinking about like what would the tattoo gun do yeah um sure yeah i feel like that um, does have a lot of potential to be pretty cool because it's got a lot of history behind it um mm-hmm. and yeah just like helps you be more artistic and like you made a note saying well, you'd make a permanent mark on people which i think yeah in more ways than one that makes sense um yeah to cool. me that feels like the biggest aspect of tattooing is that your maybe your practice would be more permanent or something harder to undo um true which like is bad if you make mistakes but cool if you don't can you imagine like what what, what would the karmic like <laughs> what would like what would the like karmic equivalent be of like a no regrets situation <laughs> you know <laughs> huh. well i mean i almost think just yeah in terms of like I mean, I guess, though, for, like, if Lucy or Verona or something draws a diagram and it's wrong, like, they're also fucked. But um, there might be situations where she can do a tattoo cover-up and uh Yeah, but, like, like, just her, her practice maybe would be harder to undo. Sure. Um, which is interesting. That. that could be interesting. Yeah. I um, also thought she was going to pick her teeth when they were like, I know what she's going to do. And I was like, oh, her teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Which, uh, but yeah yeah that i mean that is something that sticks with you mm-hmm. like literally your teeth mm-hmm. um <laughs> but, i mean i don't know what they would do as implements so maybe she could talk better i don't know chew better <laughs> <laughs> it's very literal talking i don't know if teeth would help you talk better that'd be more like your tongue yeah yeah but i'm sure we could look into that what teeth and think do. into that more know. if we they do help you yeah. chew things uh, help bite things yeah or maybe they'd also help with like charisma like your smile or whatever true mm-hmm. i'd be a weird implement it'd be a really weird implement <laughs> it'd be pretty weird i mean what do you do with that really like, <laughs> you're, you're, like you're, take your teeth out and like mark I, I mean yeah i don't know uh i'm maybe some of you creative folks can think of some great uh things for teeth implementation <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, especially, yeah, like, removable teeth. I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, if you think of it to other parts of the body, like, pro- other like t- other different types of prosthetics, like, that could be interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Except that yep. you better not ever fucking grow out of it. Oh, that I, well, I mean, I guess you could or maybe you it made would it an like, implement. Maybe, yeah, maybe it it'd would grow with you. Grow with you, yeah. Because, like, it probably would. Prosthetic yeah. arm or something. That'd be fucking cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe a good discussion question later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I, I wanted to point out, I feel like every time this story says pale in comparison, I'm obligated to point it out. So this time it was, I'd be worried about corrupting the kid with the smoking, swearing, tattoos, and motorcycles, but he's already dead. And it sort of pales in comparison to the terminal violence, demons, and magic ritual bullshit. I was just like, hey. <laughs> it just, I mean, it doesn't make any sense because it has nothing to do with us, but it still kind of warms my heart <laughs> to see, you know. Yep. <laughs> like, I know, I really do know it's nothing to do with us, but I can just be like, <laughs> like. <laughs> this makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's great. Um, yeah. Um, but they keep talking about the big rituals and they talk about familiars and um he's like yeah this is like marriage and blake's like can we stop and then he's like this is like a business partnership and like both of these analogies are like accurate but also hilarious and wrong like it's just like evan and blake being married is no we're not going there and then evan and blake like i picture like like a 10 year old in like a business suit and like holding a clipboard (laughs) (laughs) just like i don't know like it's just really funny um Neither of them are quite accurate. Um, no. Maybe more like a... I mean, but it's almost more like a brotherhood to me. Like a big brother, little brother. Feeling. I know. I would almost say... I mean, this isn't quite like serious enough to be a good comparison for it. But I kind of was thinking like the big brothers, big sisters like organization. Mm-hmm. Um, except that's not quite serious enough. Mm-hmm. But like that, but more adoption type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you could merge those. But yeah, it's pretty. I mean, business partnerships better than marriage, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny, and it feels very like I don't know, just like an Alexandery way to approach things or whatever. You know, not um, warm enough. Um, I don't feel like there's a lot of really warm things <laughs> in this world anyway, but that's true. <laughs> or I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, familiars might be very different, but like Avery and Snowdrop, you know, like. Oh uh, yes, business partners. Like that just sounds like it's like a lesbian like um euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Ty gets taken down a couple of points in my estimation in these chapters. Um the mm-hmm. biggest thing is during this conversation where he's like, Oh, I'd like to do the familiar ritual they do in Asia where you force a bunch of different others to be your familiar by placing them in objects and drawing power from them. And I'm like, I don't like that at all. Um Sure. We know practitioner society sucks and they don't know much, but also like the only other he's interacted with is like an adorable little boy who's a bird. And the fact that you're just like, oh yeah, let's force others into whatever. They don't have to be cooperative and that sounds great. Like, I don't love that. Um, but they've not been kind of teaching. Awful, I mean, but it's, eh, I don't love it. Sure. But they like, they during this conversation as well, though, they're like, and even I'm assuming not in this conversation, they're um, still teaching him about other types of others like goblins and things. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, no, you're right. It doesn't sound great. I'm not going to lie, though. When I first read like Pact, that mm-hmm. didn't really um, seem that, that bad. bad. <laughs> I mean, I was just I mean, it, it, or it didn't like. Yeah, I mean, 
when I re- when I reread it again now and I, I like read that again, it was like, oh, I kind of forgot about that part. <laughs> like that didn't that didn't like you know stick out to me before. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, like, um, but because I mean, you know, this book we don't really see the best um, of others, most yeah. others, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you kind of yeah. have to remember, like most practitioners don't have a good relationship with others a lot of it is their fault but like some of it's not um like some of it's just like they've had bad experiences like you read i didn't well not the most recent pale because i actually haven't read the most recent one i was gonna say i haven't read the most recent but yeah uh millie's yeah millie's yeah um that was pretty interesting because um i'm kind of curious on your take of that chapter not to go um, into that a ton right now, but like, or if you, or if you want to say that to compelling comparison part, we can, but I'm kind of curious about. Yeah. It's funny. Cause that's a parallel comparison that doesn't have a ton to do with this section of chapters, but I did think a lot True. about Pact while I was reading it. Um, and yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do a back to Pact in the most recent one, but maybe you've talked about goblins enough that you should, they didn't need to, but I was just like, Maggie, like, fuck. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, I'm going to mark it down. So to come, come back, back to, to it. it okay yeah. sounds good sounds good this might be our pale in comparison part everyone if we yeah yeah because i just want to talk about it but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i mean like i i'm not like oh ty sucks um i'm trying to remember the other thing that he did where i was just kind of like ugh. um because i think like in general i still like him and he's still you know one of blake's really good friends or whatever but it was just yeah. very much a like oof like 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 that's not good (laughs) yeah but i think from just reading this this story maybe i wouldn't have bumped on it um i'm not positive but because i mean in terms of the story um i think it's kind of easy to say like evan's probably the best other we've seen i mean no offense to rose she's fine but evan's (laughs) like the best you know but like i'd say her and rose or him and rose i'm sorry are like I guess June's fine too, you know. Oh, but, June. Um, but it's easy to, you know, we've seen a lot of others that have been really scary. Right. But I feel like most of the others we've interacted with are also people. Um, like, and Blake treats, I mean, I feel like there's different arguments about this, but I still think that Blake treats others much better than most practitioners. Um, yeah. The way he talks to, and about june he introduces june to evan you know um yes he doesn't think of oh the hatchet it's it's june it's leonard i mean leonard in a bottle is funny but it's you know it's it's leonard um yeah the because leonard is probably the least person like other so like what i mean by person is like the sphinx is a person right like she is a like she's not human but she's a full person um sure okay Whereas Leonard is like barely there. Okay. Um, I would ask like but even what, Blake treats them oh like better. I don't know. Um, would you? I mean, what about like you know obviously the hyena or everyone in the hyena's like realm? Um, I mean the hyena's bad <laughs> and evil, but still seems to be somewhat of a person. Um, okay. Could, I mean, I guess I'm really curious. Talk. What- because person obviously then doesn't mean good because like no no it doesn't say he's pretty evil yeah um, no totally so i guess i'm all i think i'm wondering i mean there's a difference between like putting 
chickens into a cage and taking all their eggs and whatever and like doing that to a person um and i think that others are i don't know if it's like sentience or what exactly it is but there's something that would make that um cruel and i don't know Hmm. i feel like i'm not saying you're wrong but i think that i mean this is why we're doing this podcast but i think that you're pale bias is coming through a bit more and that's not bad i'm just saying like i don't know if i'd be curious if you had read this off the bat if you'd feel the same because i know a lot of people who read packed first um have a bit of a different bias because sure you could argue that that's cruel but if the person or other in particular was doing something a lot worse at first um does that not make it more okay or like to at least try to stop them or like what do you think about blake binding the hyena then because technically he you know did no yeah i mean that's great person right yeah no that's great (laughs) okay so i'm confused are are you talking specifically about ty like the way he's like he's talking about the familiar ritual or what are you talking about okay um okay like the fact that you're immediately just like oh yeah they put others and like force them into objects and like sometimes like you know like they don't necessarily have to be cooperative and he's just like that sounds fucking great and i'm like oh doesn't sound great um because yeah i i can get that like if you're going out there and like capturing like monsters and things that are really really hurting people um like awesome do it um i'm not saying that like every other deserves to be like completely free and running around for all of time but there's a difference between the Bjorg man and the dumb goblins who were annoying Millie. Um, yes, that's very different. And um, even if the dumb goblins are like a pain and we're going to, you know, do different things to her or whatever, like th- those goblins and the Bjorg men both have personhood, but the goblins haven't done anything that I know of to warrant, um, becoming a imprisoned slave sucked up for their power whereas the bjorkman like very much has sure i think i I keep coming back to that you said the hyena is more of a person and um i guess i'm just like technically blake has forced the hyena he's like against the hyena's consent to turn into this object and you could argue him giving him to conquest is gonna make conquest draw power from him so would you say that that is bad or the same kind of thing or not really the giving to conquest sucks um the binding the goblin is awesome in the same way that binding the bjorkman is good um like once another has done evil things to put it very simply um once another is like a huge danger to the community i mean like it's like I don't want to get too far into subjectivism and stuff. Like it's fair and good to imprison the goblin, but it, um, but then it crosses a line to like force them into like slavery. Is what you're saying? No, right? I'm just no. Um, I mean, not necessarily, but the fact that it's just like talking about it as though like, oh yeah, let's force others into whatever. Not like let's take bad, scary, evil ones. And put them away, and then in the meantime, use their power to do whatever. I don't know. 
Saying the hyena okay. in particular is a lot different than just saying like a bunch of random others in Asia. Sure. That, sorry. The, only, the main reason I'm uh, fixating on the hyena is because like, I felt like you said that that counts as an example of the type of thing that you wouldn't think is okay because you said that they're more like a person. No, but I, I still think the hyena has personhood in its sentience and ability to communicate and the fact that it could make decisions about whether or not it would be bound into a sword or whatever. Okay. Like, just because you're, like, an evil piece of shit doesn't mean you're not a person. I feel like I'm really confused about where you stand on that, then. So, if Ty wanted to have the... the I don't know if I'm just missing this. If Ty wanted to have the hyena or something very similar to the hyena as a familiar in terms of the Asian familiar thing, as you were saying, um, or, like, that's where it said, right? Or back... Yeah, in Asia. And force, like, make it a hostile takeover. But it's, like, really evil pieces of shit. Others that are doing really terrible things. Like, is that okay? Or it just depends on what it is. Or is it not okay? Yeah, actually, no, I still don't like that. Um, Okay. Partly because Ty, uh, them as Ty's familiar would probably influence him unless the Asian Hmm. practice doesn't work quite the same way. Um, okay, but also just the like slavery is bad. <laughs> okay, so I come back around to like again, like you know, with personhood, like or with sentience, you know, these really bad, evil others. Like it's okay to lock them away, but it's not okay to use their power without their consent. Then, um, probably. Okay, okay, interesting. I don't, I don't necessarily think I agree with you on that, but I can see your point and, mm-hmm. um. Morally, that's the higher ground. So, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, there's a difference between like what I think is right and what I might do in certain situations. Um, okay, because yeah, like that's fair. right now with Blake, if Blake, you know, I mean, I, he shouldn't unleash the hyena to do anything because that sounds very bad like and a terrible like, idea. Possibly fuck up some sort of promise to Evan um, and get forsworn and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. I think that if he create some sort of thing to use the hyena as like a battery like great because like he needs some power fucking needs to <laughs> yeah but uh that still isn't necessarily a great thing to do but like okay. seems warranted enough in this situation okay all right thank you for that thought exercise it's kind of <laughs> interesting to talk about yeah <laughs> um yeah so we're you know we're approaching and he's just like rose is supposed to be the long-term planner and i'm like yeah she <laughs> i mean i feel like this is still gonna turn like this will i don't know i mean this story really wants me to believe that it's not gonna be okay and maybe it's just not gonna be okay (laughs) (laughs) but i still have hope that it'll be okay i like the optimism i mean you never know it could be totally fine i mean we got evan it won't be totally fine but like i mean that's probably true but it could be totally fine you don't know (laughs) you've never read this that's true this might be like a really this might actually be like wildbo's happiest ending and i just can't say that in the beginning because it'd be a spoiler really delightful (laughs) (laughs) yeah like wildbo's happiest ending yeah that that would be a spoiler i can't say that so yeah ward was actually like pretty positive but we can't talk it was so if this was even better ending (laughs) then that's even better right (gasps) Woo! yeah um yeah, I don't know about that, but you know, you can be positive. I like it. Thanks. Cuz it you're either going to be really happily surprised or it's going to hit you that much harder when you're wrong. 
So either way, you know, <laughs> I just, I wanted him to leave Toronto so bad. It's not over. And he just he, never did. You don't think he's going to leave? Or is that going to be your prediction? I don't want to keep on know. bringing stuff up early. Yeah, we'll we'll keep going. It's fine. Okay, we'll keep going. So, um, I feel ready for the next section, unless you. The only thing I, I think you, you did say no. Like most practitioners, don't get any any real fights. <laughs> yeah, I still don't really see how this is possible. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, based on both of these stories that we're reading, <laughs> right? And I get that these are the fun sort of outliers or whatever. I still, I don't know, Wild Boat. I really want a short story about like a quote-unquote average practitioner because i feel like you keep being like yeah they don't get into fights and they don't see the judges and they just sort of whatever whatever and i'm just like i don't get it <laughs> like it seems like you know if others are really that evil and scary if um other practitioners are really that much of fucking dick bags like maybe you don't get into physical fights but it seems like there's lots of fights or something mental fights um yeah magical fights magical uh, mental fuckery um there is a short story that we will read after this um i'm not gonna tell you what it's about but it, you may have heard the title before i'm not gonna tell you I, about it though i have heard the title fuck poke there you go yeah um, don't look into it i won't i have um it's pr- i'm hoping you haven't heard anything about it um not as far as i know okay because it's gonna be i guess based on the name which is this is not a fair question but <laughs> I don't care. Um, based on the name, what do you think it's about? <laughs> See, the first thing that comes to mind is like an annoying sibling, and the second thing that comes to mind is like the the Facebook thing that ah yes isn't a thing anymore. Um, maybe it's poke like in like needles, like tet, like like injections. Okay, <laughs> that's what it's about. Although Wild Bo on like I feel like a lot of Wild Bo's titles aren't that super- on the nose it's like worm is it about worms yeah um ward is like decent and pact is actually really fucking good um pale's yeah. good but it's like you it's not you have to like learn a lot more like if i just heard the word pale i'd be like it's nerds who don't go in the sun you know like <laughs> nerds who don't go in the sun <laughs> like until yeah. you know the significance of it and like it's vampires things. you know oh fuck yeah. yeah yeah um all right well we will eventually see if you're right <laughs> awesome that ain't gonna be for a while because we're gonna do that after this uh, podcast is done or after yeah. the story's done Jen, it'll be like yes what do you do you think that we're gonna finish this podcast or that wild bo's gonna finish pale like what do you think is gonna happen first? fuck <laughs> um i think he'll finish pale first okay so i thought about it today and i was like oh no and like i don't want to <laughs> go and look up like all the chapters or whatever but i know it's i think 16 arcs or something yeah i mean i love the story i mean i know it's if you're just starting reading it right now it's kind of daunting to read because it's super long but like i i'm like shoot keep on going bro Trip, <laughs> i'm writing it's fine with me <laughs> um but yeah i don't know i'm, I'm assuming he'll get done with pale first um mm-hmm. but yeah <laughs> i just really thought that yeah pale would finish fairly quickly after we started this yeah one. Yeah, it's so funny me too actually yeah it's kind of funny i know it's like pale in comparison but we're still learning about pale um that's all right <laughs> yeah. um all right next section blake heads to the tower and he speaks with some people it's a great synopsis there <laughs> yeah so i would die all the time if isadora talked to me because um i'm never gonna fucking remember the questions thing like 
I even put that note. And then at the end of the chapter, when, or like at the end of this section or whatever, when she's like, how how is this going to resolve or something? And he doesn't say anything. And I'm like, oh yeah, because blah. And then she's like, you should just say the wrong thing and let me eat you. And I'm like, oh yeah, fuck, that was a question. Like, I just, I would be dead a lot. Yeah. Um, although I guess if you say the right answer, you're not dead, but you might not say the right answer. So something. Yeah. Does she just like wait? Is, I mean, is she just really hungry? Why would she want to eat a diabolist anyway? If they're like tainted oh. with shit, right? Oh, good point. Hmm. I mean, I guess he'd be gone. So yeah, maybe maybe That'd it's nice. worth it. It's like yeah, it tastes terrible, but I'll do it for humanity <laughs> <laughs> or something. <laughs> Does she have like a limit on stuff that she can eat? Like, if she asks like a question to, I I hate I hate like speaking like thinking out loud like this on a podcast because i just realized like wow i'm probably gonna sound really stupid it's gonna be recorded forever and ever (laughs) but it's too late i'm already talking it's okay (laughs) if she was like if she somehow like asked a question to like an the imp or something and he said like something wrong then could she eat him and would she want to or then would she get tainted or would that actually destroy like the demon and is that like the secret of the story? You just gotta get is it order to eat everything. Yeah, there's probably some sort of limit on what she can eat <laughs> in terms of like big demons. But I bet she could eat poos. You think she I mean she would she want well, I mean, like, out of all the demons, I mean I mean, there's probably worse names than poos, but like it sounds a lot like poo. And <laughs> is she gonna wanna eat poo? And is she gonna wanna eat like I don't know, like it's tainted would she eat the book straight up or would she just like Mm. i don't know i feel like that wouldn't work well but it's fun to ask questions like that that yeah it does seem like it would horrifically backfire in a lot of ways but yeah a demonic isadora she's already scary (laughs) on her own (laughs) that'd be bad that'd be very bad that'd be very bad hmm um, but yeah, I mean, her conversations with Blake are fun um, and interesting, and it sucks that I guess she's going to try to kill him now or whatever. But not surprising, sense. I feel like. But <laughs> I feel like that's been. I, I feel like I don't know if she's been that subtle. About that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe it just because like, I really? read this before. But yeah, I was like, why are you surprised? <laughs> like, Blake has a lot of interesting reactions to a lot of things in these chapters and i'm like i don't know if it's because you're still out of it or if this is like yeah yeah just, it's weird it's a little weird but he's a little weird and he's <sighs> in a weird situation he's in a i'm weird always situation. Gonna, you know gotta stick up for i don't know yeah i'm like I don't well, know. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah i thought that cabal is such a cool word we're learning all these fun words there's circle um and circle is such a cool word and cabal circle for like a group of people is pretty cool <laughs> i know but just um, the way you said that you're like we're learning circle <laughs> like yeah it's the shape i just it's funny that they're all c words like what other words could there be so coven circle cabal you know what i thought of when you said c word cunt <laughs> yes <laughs> like, That's, couldn't mm, help it which cunts. i'm sure people have applied to blake before you know <laughs> yeah but like what other c words are there that can describe a group um well um cafeteria (laughs) let's see there's cafeteria okay 
All right. I looked, um, let's see, thesaurus.com, synonyms for group. And I'm going to look, um, cartel. That's a good one. <gasps> that one's fun. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'm not going to read all these. I'm just click. Oh, fuck. Um, There's so many. I'm okay. Keep going. Clung- conglomerate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, congregation. Mm-hmm. Corporation. Crew. Crew. <laughs> they also have, uh, uh, cautery? Coterie? Cotery? Mm-hmm. Cotery. I don't even know if I know that word. I guess you do. Um, let's see. Less appetizingly, clot or clump or cluster. Uh, oh, cluster is a good one. It is. Also seems see, gross to me, but. Because I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if this is a fun discussion question, but like pick a word that starts with C and tell us what group of practitioners that describes. <laughs> So like I mean, a clump of goblin princesses or something. <laughs> that's true. Do you want it? Or I guess I guess the C ones do you narrow it down a little bit more because I was like just pick a synonym for group. But I mean, that it could might be, be any. Too but easy. so far they're all C's, which that's feels true. Like a well, thing. I'm reading all the C's on purpose, but no. But I mean, like circle, cabal, and coven are all C's. That that is true. No, you're right. Okay. Yeah, pick another C word. Um, I mean, you could even do cunts. You know, it's fine. It's a bunch of Australian uh, practitioners, basically. Uh, that's so good. I have to ask Ruben and Elliot if that sounds legit. Is that what you guys would call yourselves? Just the good old group of cunts? <laughs> you know? I used to get really offended at that word, because in, you know, in the United mm. States, it's kind of rings a little bit different mm-hmm. um i had like when i was a senior in high school i was driving to a movie um i was dating akira at the time if you remember him mm-hmm. Malia. Mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i was driving to a scary movie on top of that and i think i was going like 60 miles an hour and the r- speed limits in maui are like really fucking slow so i think <laughs> the speed limit was like 45 but it was mm-hmm. not uncommon to go like 15 over um mm-hmm. And uh, there's a pickup truck that like pulled up right next to me and he was like trying to get me to roll down his window or my window and stuff. And I was like, oh, I wonder if like, you know, my blinker's on or something. Um, and so I rolled down my window because I was expecting he's going to you know, say something nice. And he's like, do you know how fast you were going? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, you were going 60 in like a 30 zone, which I'm, it wasn't a 30 zone, but, you know, <laughs> fair enough. Um, and uh then he just like what did he say exactly he basically threatened me and said that what like i better watch where the fuck i was going or else like he was gonna hunt me down and he called me a cunt and then what he drove the off fuck? yeah i don't know if you never knew about that but I've it really never upset heard me story. That's horrifying. <laughs> it was kind of horrifying i was really upset um at the time i was doing um an internship uh at the police department um at um because I was really interested in forensic science. I still am interested in it, but um, it was, I was working in basically a, the part of the police department where they test drugs. Like if someone gets arrested <laughs> for like cocaine, um, they like, you know, bring the specimen or like the sample of cocaine in there. And like, we measure how much it was and then basically see like how pure of a sample it was. And you can kind of do that through different, a bunch of different ways, like through um, like, I don't know, a microscope or um, a spectrometer. Um, and 
But basically, I'd been going to the police department for like a month over this time, like, and I was just really upset. And I was kind of talking to a couple of them about it. And they said I could follow a police report, which I did. Um, they were ma- hmm. ba- mostly just being nice because I didn't get the guy's <laughs> license plate or anything. Mm-hmm. But they were just like, you know, you can just put it on file and stuff. And I did. Um, but that always really bothered me. And so the word cunt bothered me for a long time, um, which is fair. But now my husband like one of my husband's best friends is from australia and so he uses the word cunt a lot more (laughs) so now i just kind of think it's funny um (laughs) that that guy who you know was a total dick he was a fucking cunt fucking like cuntosaurus as my (laughs) friend likes you know one of my nursing friends came up with that which i've always liked that (laughs) (laughs) um Yes, Cuntosaurus Rex. Um, indeed, indeed. But anyway, that was my uh, that was my cunt story. I love it. At least, yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Isadora. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think that it's. I'm trying to decide. It feels like a good idea to promise to like not read the books. Um, but it also yeah. feels like this might come back to bite them in the ass. But also, it shouldn't. <laughs> probably shouldn't right at least like <laughs> well because at first he was like touch the books and i was like don't say touch the books like yeah somebody's gonna throw a book at you like don't do that like i don't know i was like no yeah um, so that was better um and yeah i just i don't know like the whole cabal thing like why are they like i get he awakened them but they haven't like made an agreement to be a group necessarily like why aren't they just like allies or just like like um something like it feels like the rose in the ritual almost like cements them as part of a group like the thorburn thingy because i don't get why the rose is in the awakening ritual um because it's it's not like they literally awoke together like it's not like lucy and avery and verona or whatever where like they're tied forever and so i just don't really get why because they're just like oh yes the diabolist cabal blah 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 and it's like okay but i mean i don't know because you could say that well i mean because it looked like they were part of his group right like as mm-hmm. i mean even as allies um like they seem like they're with him yeah and i mean they are i don't know they're probably they're just, just like i mean he has to i mean they're not yeah, baby this... diabolists hopefully i don't know but everyone was just kind of like yeah the baby diabolists and i'm like no well they probably were assuming like you know why the hell would anyone be hanging out with a diabolist unless they are baby diabolists that's fair but just fair but I think it's kind of hard for them to be actual baby diabolists if they can't touch the books. So, well, the problem is there are a lot of other books, and you don't have to use books to learn things. That's true, but it makes it hard sometimes unless you can't read. And then, do you think they have magic audiobooks yet? <laughs> Does that count? Because you're not touching well, that was it. The thing I was like, you're not reading if someone's reading it to you. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and so many bad thoughts but who would do you you (laughs) what would the version of black lamb's blood be called as an audiobook i guess it'd be called the same thing but do you think the author would (laughs) black lamb's blood do you think that the author like um would read it or would hire someone to read it and how much money do you think they'd have to hire someone to read a dabbles book (laughs) well she wouldn't read it herself because uh protecting identities or whatever so mm-hmm. maybe she'd get another to read it. That'd be funny. Someone in her cabal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool if you could get like a demon to read it. That'd be funny. Oh, you know what I just realized? <laughs> cabal. If you rearrange the words, 
is black. I mean, not spelled like black, but like black. 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 Which you could say kind of sounds like a lamb. <laughs> black. <laughs> stupid. No, this is stupid. <laughs> uh, yes, it is stupid. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Um, oh, my God. And then here is another in a long line of people saying awkward shit out loud that maybe they should phrase differently. I mean, like Isadora does not care. But the whole, she is warm for you, I was like, why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> That's such an awkward thing I was thing like, is say. Tiffany not here? Just because, But like, if Tiffany was there, it'd be like funnier um, for her to say this. But it was just like so awkward. And then Alexis coughs. And I'm like, yeah, you're trying to get them to sleep together? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it felt like she was, it was like a... <clears throat> I was thinking maybe more of just like a... It like took her like off uh, guard or something, and so she was just her to just fucking say this. Yeah, so she just I don't know. <gasps> I'm hoping it's not you. like <coughs> Blake wink wink. <laughs> I, just, I don't I think don't that's think. it. Well, I wonder if Tiffany told Alexis that they like went on a date or whatever. Um, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. It's kind of cute. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It doesn't feel cute in this context. It just feels <laughs> awkward. But mm. I mean, it is, it's cute, but well, just she is warm she, for you. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, thank you, please, Isadora. Please say that some like, other I hate way. You. Please yeah. say that some other way. I don't even know. Got yeah, another even if she's question. like, I mean, if, if she is, she is hot for you, it would have been hilarious. Um, oh, maybe that's what she meant. And she just isn't caught up with the lingo. No, <laughs> no, she's, no, that, she's not cool enough. I've, I mean, like, I'm not saying she's not cool, but. Yeah, she's yeah. like ancient. Like uh-huh. for her to say something like she's hot. She's got the hots <laughs> for you. She's hot for you. I'm mean, fucking hilarious. But no, That's she's so warm funny. for you is more of a that is that does sound like oh, a just, old as fuck way to say that. I just want um, like another discussion question would be like, what are more awkward ways to say that? How like, like just what's the most awkward thing like someone <laughs> said to you, like that should have been said in private? <laughs> Uh, she's one yeah. for you like what caused you to be so filled with cringe that you don't have to watch like meet the parents ever again you know <laughs> uh well just I that, can't watch that yeah. yeah i anyway. can't do cringe comedy anyway yeah um yeah and then this is part of why the notes took me so long jenny because i i really tried with this next part um the sphinx is like you recently transferred some of the negative karma from yourself in three separate events. And I was like, fuck. I was like, I'm supposed to be able to figure this out. And I can't. <laughs> I was like, maybe saving the hyena or saving the hyena, saving Evan slash binding the hyena. That's good. That's putting some more order back into the universe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But dealing with poos doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying and failing to, I mean, maybe trying and failing to, deal with the splinter because at least he tried he tried but i don't think yeah. the spirits give a fuck um and then i can't think of anything else i wonder if rose submitting to conquest was good karma because it's like bending to the natural order of things. that i doubt uh. um i feel like she kind of just didn't have a choice um yeah. <laughs> yeah i would go with one of the other ones maybe maybe er like trying to deal with er um maybe because he did i try. mean yeah and isadora seems to be like yeah the awakening your friends was not part of that yeah so well yeah 
that was brutal. She was like, basically, <laughs> yeah, like it's basically saying like, yeah, your karma is so shit. Like just because it felt right doesn't mean it was a good thing. It might just be that your karma led you to awake them right when you shouldn't have. Like, right. Ooh, that was a lot. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh. But this is fun for everyone who knows how the story ends. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It's so scary. Wow, those <laughs> most positive ending. <laughs> wow, those uh, happiest ending. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> um yeah, but so that took me a while and I came up with basically nothing. So great 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 use of my time. But eh, it's okay. Right. You tried. Yeah. Um and then like I don't know, I almost want this to be like the sign off of the podcast or something now. But when he's just like, all right, Isadora, like, hope we're cool. And she's like, die cleanly, Diapolist. I'm just like, holy fuck. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> that so didn't metal. And then somehow he's like, what? She wants to eat me? <laughs> die cleanly. Well, it was kind of nice. Like, die cleanly. Like, that's nice. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, she might eat him que- cleanly. Or kill like, she didn't him cleanly. say, like, die slowly and painfully. Like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's, a po- that's, that's, that's positive. That's positive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But so then she leaves, and then there's the shepherd, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And this part was so f- the whole like attacking a man's name is bad form. I don't hear him complaining. Like that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I also picture yeah. Blake saying these things like very seriously or very snarkily. Um, yeah. Both of which are kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. but just yeah, like Evan, like Blake is right, and he saved Evan, and he's right. Um. Yeah, I I'm also like happy that the shepherd didn't find Evan because I feel like he wouldn't have passed on. He just would have been like a power source and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I don't know how bad the shepherd treats the ghosts and shit that he collects, but I don't know how well he treats them. Yeah. Um, And it's not going to be like a Blake and Evan level, you know? Right. Right. Um, Yeah. Speaking of and then the the elder sister comes up and. They're like, you suck, Blake. And Evan's like, he doesn't suck. (laughs) I know. (laughs) He's great. It's so cute. And I really love it. And then it was so, I'm like, so worried that Blake's going to fuck up and just destroy Evan, like, emotionally. Um, And he, because even, like, taking the hyena and Evan's, like, very worried about it. And I'm just like, this has the potential to be real bad. (laughs) Have some faith in my boy. I I don't think Blake's going to, like, intentionally do anything. Right. I'm just worried that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just worried. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, And they're like bickering and then Fel comes outside and I was just like, I love you, Fel. Like, I just love you. <laughs> uh, so Blake challenges Conquest <gasps> to a contest and they hash out rules. Um, Seeing the eye was exciting. Um, That was me listening back through our old episodes and we heard about the eye and I was like, that sounds like a big deal. And I was, so then when it popped up, I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that thing yeah um, that thing oh my god and then the fucking behames are there i didn't expect this the concept of right? like people leaving jacob's bell and going to toronto even though we've literally seen someone leave jacob's bell and go to toronto like did not occur at <laughs> 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 last episode i was literally like oh yeah like duncan like pissed the lord off interesting and i just like didn't <laughs> uh, That's okay. uh i can't predict shit um no, yes, you can. <laughs> you just do just like, fine if like, you write stuff down, and we can't tell you what you've predicted correctly. <laughs> so you might have 
yeah, so you might be totally fine. And even if you're not, it's entertaining. So don't feel bad. No one thinks you're dumb. It's just kind of like where the story is going. I never fucking know. Um, Malia, just in case you thought differently, like if people read, like anytime anyone reads this story, it's uh, not like they're all like, oh yeah, this is going to fucking happen. Like no one knows where the damn story (laughs) is going to go unless they read spoilers. Like that's how it is. Yeah. So like, it's not like you're alone. (laughs) I try hard with my brain. You do good with your brain. Okay. Try a lot harder than I do with your brain, you know, (laughs) partially because you kind of have to, because you're the one that has to make predictions and I can kind Mm -hmm. of, I have the easier job of kind of coasting and, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't feel bad about that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, but yeah, the, um, fucking fell does not make any situation better. Um, we just like, saying shit about oh yeah like they exterminate cabals in montreal maybe we should go yeah. talk to those witch hunters i'm like like that's made but also like they're obviously babies and they don't know what's going on and like this is me <laughs> and somebody should have talked to him but also uh anyway um and then i love the justification from conquest of like yes if like <coughs> the Bahames had undermined me and succeeded, it would have been okay because ultimately I'm better than them. But if since they undermined me and they fucking failed, they can't get away with it. Like it would make Toronto seem weaker. And I'm like, that's <laughs> amazing. And I love this justification, and it's so funny. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, God, just so many of these lines are so good. Because another one I pulled out is then Laird goes, "Family looks after family." Or it should. And it was just like, oh, like, burn Blake on your whole family and your whole life. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Like, your grandma should have, like, said two words to you your whole life. Like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, like, that fucking cuts a little bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then this other thing I pulled out, which is the whole, like, Blake reacting. Part of the Blake reacting to things, strangely, um, where... Rose is like, without asking me, stupid, so many things wrong with that plan. And Blake thinks to himself, you've been through a lot. I'll let that slide. And I'm like, let what slide? Like, she's right. Like, she's right and she should say it. Like, maybe saying stupid is mean, but she's like probably said worse things. Um, And like, maybe that's awkward to say out loud or whatever. But like, she that didn't seem that extreme that to me. And then later when she's like you know free and she's running back to the house to get books and you know and he's like rose let me introduce you to these people and she's like yeah give me a minute and like runs off and he's like she didn't even say hi to my friends and i'm like you're reacting to things strangely like let that like let her not saying hi to your friends slide like she's been trapped and she's had a long day and she's probably not ready for a ton of social interaction and she's getting the she's trying to prepare for this thing that you've thrust them all into um it's just he's a weird man but also i should acknowledge that blake has been through a lot and i should let it slide you fucking should (laughs) holy shit like i mean i don't think that's i I just scrolled to that spot and she was he was like you went and got other people involved yes without asking me stupid so many things wrong with that plant i mean sure she might be right but it's kind of an assholeish way to say it (laughs) So I think you could say, I think him saying, you've been through a lot. I'll let that slide. Isn't him being like, you're totally wrong. But it's more like, that was kind of an asshole thing to say, especially in front of everybody. (laughs) You know? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's kind of a dickish way to react. I mean, 
fair, but like, what the, I mean, it's not like she was able to help out. Obviously, like, he had to do something really fucking out there that she didn't know about and couldn't guess. Sure. And yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, it's not like, I mean, sure. It just was like, thanks for adding more, like, critique instead of solutions, basically. It's like, he's doing his best. I feel like. Yeah, but, maybe. Yeah. I think that's more annoying than, you know, her having to go get shit, not saying hi to the friends, you know, but. Sure. I just, I feel like they've, I mean, and again, I think probably the public nature of this is the biggest thing that maybe he was reacting to. Um, because I feel like they've, like, talked to each other in ways that were, like, harsher than this um but maybe he didn't let any of those things slide i don't know yeah i think the public thing is extra right you know but Mm -hmm. yeah um so then the the contest i love how he just is like the seventh seal and conquest like immediately knows what he's talking about and i (laughs) like was very confused and apparently it's a i mean maybe there's like a remake or something but when I Googled it briefly, it's a Swedish movie from 1958. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why do you know about this movie? Um, excuse me, it's 1957, actually. Okay, I just Googled sorry. it too. <laughs> and, like, it's like people also ask, why is the Seventh Seal so popular? So I guess it's an actual, like, thing. Uh, and I mean, yeah, they basically, he basically does the rundown of, like, he challenges death to a chess game and blah. And like, yeah, um, but it was it was funny where I thought that it was like a practice thing and Laird thought it was like a practice thing, but he was like, it's a movie. <laughs> it's like, this just feels like, you know, the whole deer takes king and being like, that's not even a chess move. And her being like, it's an Avery Kelly move. Like, that's not even a thing in the practice. It's a movie. Like, I don't know. It just felt pretty funny. Uh, dang. Did you look for, at the like at the description for this movie? Uh, Not a ton something about world war ii or something no right? but as i mean i was gonna say close but no <laughs> when disillusioned swedish knight antonius block returns home from the, oh, crusades, yeah, sorry, the crusades that was it the crusades <laughs> to find his country in the grips of the black death he challenges death to a chess match for his life tormented by the belief that god does not exist Block sets off on a journey, meeting up with traveling players joff and his wife mia and becoming determined to evade death long enough to commit one redemptive act while he still lives hmm i guess it's very popular um and i've never heard of it before i read pact actually um (laughs) and i didn't actually look it up before i did this podcast um with you because i think i was just like oh it's it's a movie okay (laughs) or it was like like, cool cool. um but that does fit very well with uh what he seems to be trying to do yeah well i was just curious is it was one of those things where like um because the other verse is a different universe from mars or whatever they have like things that are slightly different yeah. and i was wondering if this was just something that wild bill kind of made up um but no it's a that's thing. what i assumed i think when i read it the first time but mm. no that description is too on the nose <laughs> um that's for show but yeah this is this is this whole thing is another one of the situations where like i don't really know what else blake could have done i mean i guess like the practice likes big showy moves and so this is probably one of the best options available to him um since he can't just like shove conquest into a room and lock the door with a demon arm. <laughs> <laughs> um and, that's and there's not a lot of good showy. themes going on and like mm-hmm. like this is another like let's make other people fight for us and prove that we're better at being leaders um which 
is officially a theme in the other verse with John and then Verona and her domain ritual and this. Um, mm-hmm. And it makes sense for people who are weaker in some way to be like, let's prove it with leadership. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just, it's interesting. Um, yeah. Um, so you have to get the other side to surrender and Conquest can't really die or something. And Blake's not going to get any more friends. Mm. And he's going to make him use the demons. I don't know. It's just like, damn. <sighs> damn. It's rough. But I mean, he he got fell free for now. He got Rose out of the chain. Like, I feel like, you know, there were some good things. The the demons aren't with Conquest anymore. Um, yeah. We're going to see Maggie maybe again. I mean, probably. How's a fucking teenager going to get? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> magic uh, magic um yeah all right should we go through the champions yeah speaking of <laughs> they pick champions Woo! Um, <laughs> and um yeah do you want to go through them or do you want me to, i don't know i can read them i guess uh conquest picks the eye the shepherd the elder sister the astrologer and laird lol <laughs> it's like all the 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 laird <laughs> the laird <laughs> And then uh, Blake has one the, which is the hyena. But first he picks Rose, Fell, Poos, the hyena, and then Maggie Holt. Well, which is kind of random as fuck. But yeah, in my notes, I put Fell, lol, and Maggie Holt, lol. Like, lol. I just like, lol. <laughs> um, Fell was good. That was a good move. That was fun. Um, partially yeah. just because, you know, we like him, we're invested in him. And also just, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Conquest expected that. Um, and then Maggie was just like, oh, fuck, like, Jacob's Bell's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're coming. They're coming. To Toronto. It makes me feel like maybe we won't ever leave Toronto. And I'm sad. <laughs> but the house. Ugh. I mean. And I feel like we need to see Blake do all the rituals. Because part of me was like, now that his friends are awakened, maybe we'll see them do the other rituals. But I think we need to see the implement and domain ritual from the perspective of Blake. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like we're going to do it still. And I feel like he's, he's not, I mean, he shouldn't make his apartment a domain because there's too many people in Toronto to fuck him up. Yeah. There's a lot of people <laughs> to fuck him up. Like Conquest would let him do it. So <laughs> that's probably true. And he has to go to monthly meetings anyway, James Bell. So <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Johannes. God, I've missed Jacobs Bell so much. We should go back. Like, just go back. <laughs> He's got to do this contest thing first. I guess. We'll I just still am like, and then he's just going to leave. And like, that doesn't make sense. And like his friends now, I just. <sighs> you don't know what's going to happen. I so don't. Going to have to wait. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm really happy that Conquest didn't pick his friends to like torture or whatever. And it's nice that, again, he picks Fel, even though Fel's knowledge is just like. Yeah, Conquest is weak, and it's like, fucking knew it. We already knew that. Although, I guess it's also like, everyone hates you. <laughs> yeah. Everyone um, hates you. The um, I thought it was interesting that he took, takes the hyena, and then it's like, oh, you want me to take poos, but you know how to deal with poos, so you can deal with poos. Lol, bye. Um, Lol. And it was, I was like, oh, cool, like... I mean, I feel like this shouldn't be my reaction, but I was like, oh, cool, like, obedience forever. Like, now you have a fucking imp at your disposal like that's a huge power boost that you just got 
But True. also, I mean, it's not like <laughs> great morally, but like you're a diabolist, a diabolist, you know, kind of got to, I mean, yeah. yeah. Or whatever. Um, yeah. Um, God. Oh, and Maggie, I'm just excited and also like, God. Um, but yeah. And then they walk out. And he's like, maybe you should participate, Isadora. And she's like, I am. And then later's like, yeah, she wants to fucking kill you. And it's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> great. It's, it's great. Huh. It's fantastic. All right. Um, and then basically Blake like introduces everyone to everyone. Except Rose, who is busy Except and has Rose. better things to do. <laughs> oh my god oh that was the other thing where ty was like shouldn't you introduce us before you introduce her and i'm like bitch like she is him (laughs) yeah like what are you talking about but also it would be a mutual introduction thing and like most of these people already know who you are like you met the knights and i mean i guess you could say like oh fell but like fell and rose were the only people who hadn't met everyone i think i don't know yeah just felt weird probably like (laughs) some things are more i don't know but yeah okay so blake doesn't have a phone but i swear to god blake had a phone once upon a time did he have a phone why don't you think he has a phone because he says i don't have a phone (laughs) i i okay but yes i understand that but why don't you think he has a phone oh (laughs) (laughs) uh he doesn't have money okay um why do you think he says he's never had a phone because the the demon ate it that might be why (laughs) it could be why because he says he's never had one right he's Uh, like i've just never he's like i've just never needed one and feels like in this day and age he's like i don't know i just never never that's what a lot of people think that would make sense except he also he borrowed fell's phone before he went to see the splinter because he borrowed fell's phone a while ago and true I but I you said like retroactively we can't remember him having a phone anyway right so he might just have left his phone somewhere else at I that time he or had a phone it might have been point. dead oh. i don't know you might be right but he had a phone. but the thing is blake says but anyway. blake said he's never had a phone blake himself says he's never had one so hey, why would he say that <laughs> is that a lie if like assuming that the the thing ate it is that a lie? Do the spirits know that he used to have a phone? <laughs> well, technically, like, it's kind of like eating stuff out of existence, right? So in a way, he has never had a phone. Uh... Yeah. I don't know. Well, no, he doesn't say I've never had a phone. It's just, I guess that's true. But it's just like... You don't have a phone? I... No. That does feel like it got eaten. Um, I'd like to know how you get by. I just do. I never really thought about it. Because it got eaten. That's probably fine. That's probably it. Anyway, it might be it. Yeah, it's possible. <clears throat> it's possible. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, yes, please keep that hum- humming in. <laughs> it's possible. Everyone who hasn't I seen uh, Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella, um, so good. it's good. You know the <clears throat> the '90s one is not the <clears throat> original one. It's so good. Have you seen the original one? No. I haven't either. Anyway, um, let's see. Anything else you want to say? No, I just fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A lot of feelings. Well, <laughs> feelings. Um, we are 
going to move on to our pale in comparison section. And we're going to talk about Millie's interlude because I want to talk Ooh. about it um, and what Malia thought about it. Because I read an interesting post on Reddit about someone's thought about uh, Millie and all that. And um, hmm. I don't know if I'd say it was very charitable in my opinion, <laughs> but um, I'm kind of curious what you what you think about it. Um, I mean, so just that first part feels a lot like Maggie, right? I mean, not mm-hmm. honestly, not at the same scale because like this, this family was destroyed. This house was destroyed, but the, the whole fucking town wasn't like completely destroyed. She didn't see anything like that. <laughs> at least in that first memory. Sure. Right. Um, and this was scary. Like, you know, like them with their eyes under the thing. Oh my God. And then the one that comes down from the attic, that was really horrifying. Like it, and they were like, you know, it was trying to kill her um yeah and that was scary um and i don't know what i would have thought if i hadn't read maggie's part impact um yeah because that was really hard for me to digest and accept Mm -hmm. um but like we did see the dog meat and Mm -hmm. um we know that they can't do really bad things right um like even toad swallow was complicit in the milkmaid right which is fucking um, awful. That sucked so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it like it fits with his character kind of. Like I could see him doing it, but it also sucked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't love how she is about goblins. Um, but that was very traumatic and horrifying. Um, and she obviously knows and understands how bad they can be. Um, I think in a way more than the Kenneteers might realize. Um yeah. Because, like, they've seen the dog meat, but they've never seen this. Um, Mm -hmm. However, I do think, I mean, I think seeing America and Liberty's goblins and stuff, like, you've seen a bunch of, like, silly goofballs. um, And so maybe you could start to see that while some goblins are, like, evil and scary and horrible, like, Mm -hmm. not all goblins are like that. Um, Okay. So, like, sure. But... Like, cause her family, I mean, sure, they're like keepers of seals, but they also are goblin exterminators. So they probably mostly get called to bad situations, like what mm-hmm. she saw, right? No, that's fair. And so, I mean, I feel like it'd be fair for her to be thinking of most goblins as either ticking time bombs or at the very least, like nothing good, even if they're kind of annoying and goofballs. Maybe <laughs> that's their like. Maybe to her, that's as good as they get. And they can be really, really awful. Right. Um, I could see as like a, these goblins have the potential to become these like horrific murderers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, I feel like um, a lot of Millie's opinions and choices were fairly understandable. Um, <clears throat> and especially assuming that she's been to a whole bunch of more situations like that. Um, mm-hmm. And she's yeah, only 19, sense. I think, right? So... That's pretty right. damn young. Um, right. Um, and thinking about, yeah, because at first when it sounded like Goblin Exterminator, it did sound much more like, oh, these are pests and they're annoying. Not like, yeah. oh, these are like scary, murderous monsters who like get into people's houses and kill them all. Kill um, the children and the babies. And Right. Yeah. I, I think the term Goblin Exterminator is, sounds suggests a little bit. that often they are killing annoying yes. pesty goblins mm-hmm. and not the evil vicious ones um but i mean i'd say i don't know i don't know if i'd agree with that i mean, I, i'd say it sounds like they kill goblins i don't know if it 
makes it sound like they kill just the annoying ones as opposed to the other ones though yeah no no no, not just but i mean like um that sometimes that is part of their job and that is something that they're fine with um okay like i feel like the word exterminator just brings to mind like pests you know like pest control um and not like it like goblin hunter um or something would be more of a like this is a big scary threat and not like this is a fucking pain but Mm, we're going to eradicate them all because they don't deserve to exist in our space (laughs) sure um but yeah i mean millie's interlude was really interesting and had a lot of fun moral quandaries Mm -hmm. um and it was interesting seeing a counter as like on the other side yes Um, yeah i don't know what do you think about the choice she made and um i'm also curious what you thought of like i guess what avery was saying to her because one thing that stood out is she was like i don't think you're a good person but i don't think (laughs) you're like a terrible person either Mm -hmm. um it was kind of harsh um i feel like some of the choices she made with like bristow and some of the like decisions the things she was learning um suggest maybe avery's right and especially with like the goblins i can see why avery would think that um Hmm. she did try to take care of the creepy guy in the basement um which was sweet and um she was trying to do a good job um i don't know the choice was it felt uh tempting um especially the like getting three children back and like you won't take any um seems like a great deal but it it reminded me of blake and um the lawyers Mm. um blake is very reticent to ask the lawyers for help um because it becomes easier each time sure and i that moment of like the you know i'm doing this because you're gonna just do this again and it'll be you know easier um Mm -hmm. and eventually you'll let me you know start taking kids or whatever like rang very true and reminded me of like what blake is trying to avoid basically okay interesting yeah what did you think um i thought i felt like i could empathize very well with like her thoughts on goblins it seemed like she got really traumatized Mm -hmm. um from that one experience in particular especially like going into the little girl's room and being like Uh, yeah you know this is horrible could have been me and right they didn't even mention her saying anything about the baby but like yeah if you know hopefully she didn't see that too much but you know like anything they could do anything like that to innocent little kids like you know i could see her um i'm trying to remember who somebody like who is on discord and stuff as well like wrote a really good reddit post and Hmm. hold on i'm gonna try to look up look it up real quick and just give that person some credit um because i feel like i kind of resonated a lot um i I want i almost want to say there were two um posts about millie they were both Hmm. unless i'm just making that up maybe it's just one it's like the one i can find the one i can find was by rid tom um Mm -hmm. which is pretty which is pretty good um wrote a pretty long thing i feel like um it was it seemed well thought out but at the same time i didn't find it very charitable um towards millie um Hmm. i don't know i kind of feel like i can't find the other one i was talking about unfortunately but (laughs) um i think i could see where she was coming from um Hmm. and it feels I, i can't remember who wrote the dang comment or post or whatever but whoever it was they were saying like that 
you could see that she um, really, really cares about like children and keeping children mm-hmm. safe. And she um, like, even when she was talking with like Alexander um, and he was, she was trying to convince him to like give her a room and he was saying, well, this could hurt like American Liberty and da, 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 da. She like mm-hmm. couldn't bring herself to do something that was going to hurt somebody, you know? So I feel like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I felt like Avery was being very harsh and I disagree entirely with her saying that like, she's not a good person because um, I think with everything that she knows about goblins, she's, even if she's being harsh, she's doing what she thinks is right. And she's, trying to mm-hmm. do things that are actively helping people. Um, so I'd say, especially for a practitioner, she's seems good to me. Um, yeah, no, I think I agree. Yeah. I just, I was like, and, and I, I feel like with her choice, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, but like, mm-hmm. I, in my opinion, the only like objective right thing to do is to take the deal because it's letting three kids free. Mm. I mean, like, that's three three kids that like get to go back to their parents and you know he's not going to take anybody then like sure it's easier to do again next time but at that point like i mean how could you not feel like a complete piece of shit if you didn't take that deal you know i mean i think though that you don't have all the facts in terms of like like have the kids been fundamentally changed in some way where now they are some like weird threat i mean it seems like they're not and they're innocence still or whatever didn't he but swear I, that they would be like unchanged and would be innocent though oh, and wouldn't maybe. remember anything i think that's what he i think that's what they said that right. they like wouldn't remember anything and they would just be innocent um so assuming yeah. that at least um yeah, yeah no I, I think yeah i think you're right and this is also in that post so i feel really bad for like taking all these person's ideas <laughs> and so like i, I I don't I don't think it was in Red Tom's post, but I didn't want to was read it a through comment the whole under I thought it was a whole post, and that's what's driving me nuts because I don't remember um who it was. So feel free to comment and I apologize for not giving you credit. But um it also is a little bit rich, like I feel like just to I don't know. I'm just like Avery goes out and says, like, um, you're not a good person. Or not, she doesn't say that as well. She she says, I don't think you're a good person. Fair enough. She says, I don't think you're terrible either. Okay. Um, she also has Anne, who's actively trying to murder everybody with her. <laughs> <laughs> and like Millie explicitly, even when she lets like the monster dude out, she's like, don't do any lasting harm, just stall. Mm-hmm. Like she explicitly is like still trying to hurt, not hurt people. And Anne's trying to go ahead and fucking lightning everyone, like to death. <laughs> you know so it's like you know if you're really looking at that interaction from like an outside thing like who looks worse right now you know (laughs) like who whose team looks worse um like avery's team looks worse they look like they're doing more harm to Mm -hmm. people or trying to hurt people um and obviously we've been with avery so we kind of we know what kind of person she is and she's pretty awesome but Mm -hmm. i think that was a little bit uh i do it does kind of make me wonder like how if the Kenneteers are going to act differently or uh, like at least have a little bit more i don't know have their a little more understanding for some practitioners who like seem really like cutthroat against mm. some others so it's kind of interesting to see like um in verona's domain um ritual how they were doing flashbacks for all the others that like she knew and like some really shitty things that they'd been doing um 
which I mean, everybody does shitty things, but like those are really shitty things, you know? Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Because I'm like, it is good to see both sides of it. Obviously, most practitioners see the bad side, but they might, they probably could use to see a little bit more of that bad side just to not to be scared or anything like that, but like just to kind of know that there is some potential danger for that, you know? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. but anyway yeah that's fair it was a good chapter yeah that was a really good chapter um and i'm excited to read the most recent one i just yeah i haven't gotten around to it yet (laughs) all right now the part everyone's been waiting for (laughs) which is malia's bold and specific prediction so what is Um, it (laughs) well i was like maybe i should make a bold and specific prediction about what's going to happen next um like which champion's gonna face which champion first although it seems Mm. like it won't necessarily be one-on-one um like there was no stipulation that it had to be one-on-one um Mm -hmm. do you think maggie's gonna make it up in time yeah okay (laughs) um i don't know how because again like uh like she's probably not for the kind of tears is traveling like being able to cross distances and she's a can she even drive i don't know um how would she um, explain that to her dads <laughs> true um is she or who do you think is gonna win this contest i think blake is going to win okay do you think he's or, going to use oh go ahead sorry like or part of me was thinking maybe jeremy meath will come in and like take over conquest and then like no one will really win i don't know what happens if that happens um okay. but so yeah blake has two champions that he kind of can't use or I guess he can, but like it's a little I, bit more problematic if he does, you know? I don't really think he's going to use the hyena for anything more than like maybe a battery sort of thing, but I think he'll okay. use poos for something. Okay. So he didn't tell Evan he wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. True. Okay. Or at least fucking Rose will. Rose loves the demons. <laughs> uh, do you think that Rose is going to try to um, use some of her books or anything or like... I mean, she's bringing a bunch of books. That's true. Like, what do you think she's going to do with them, I guess? I mean, she might not be bringing specifically the demon books. Um, Grandma Rose has lots of books. Uh, I think that part of what Grandma Rose did when she altered Rose into being who she is, is make her, like, more... Like, Rose has a significantly higher proclivity for using the demons than Blake does. Um, and I think yeah. that was part of Grandma Rose's, like, intentional doing. Yeah. Um. But Rose also does listen to Blake and things, and so I'm not sure what will happen. Okay. But this is the part where we do bold and specific predictions, <laughs> so. Well, yeah, okay, so Blake's gonna win, and he's gonna use Poos, and he's not gonna use the hyena. Okay. Um, trying to think if I wanna, if there's anything else, like, specific and outlandish I wanna ask. Um, oh, are they going Fel back? Oh. is gonna die. Fel's gonna die. Okay. That's a, that's a thought. That's a that's a bold and specific prediction. <laughs> All right, I like it. Okay. Um, is he gonna get eaten by Isadora? Who fell? Like fell? <laughs> <laughs> I really, 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 really hope not. <clears throat> Do you think Blake's gonna get eaten then? No. Do you think he's ever gonna make it back to Jacob's Bell? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he fucking has to. We can't have that much of a buildup about Johannes in his fucking domain and never goddamn go back there. No. What if Johannes goes to Toronto and just explains his whole deal? <laughs> Your face right now. 
Fiona just picks up his whole domain and is like, this is part of Toronto yeah, now. It's like, this is how it... Yeah. So mad. <laughs> Miss Jacob's Bell. All right. Um, <laughs> I like those predictions. <clears throat> One of these days, we'll update our prediction tracker. Um, I'm updating it slowly. Okay, good job. Just write down your prediction here so you don't forget. Okay. Um, I always tell you that, and I feel like you never do it. So I'm like, I feel like that'd be easier. But all right, while she's doing that, I'm going to go over the previous discussion questions um, or question and go over some of the answers here. They're kind of long, so I might kind of phrase them. I might paraphrase stuff. But our previous discussion question was, which of your friends would you awaken and why? Violet Faith starts, says that they can think of one friend who would want to awaken and I might awaken him, but I'd be worried he's too impulsive for his own good. <laughs> um, they do say um, for their specific traits, an acquaintance of theirs is a DM who's very good at coming up with things on the fly and is hard to surprise or mess with. So he'd probably want to know about and do well to practice. Hmm. They also say they'd probably have to tell their sister what's up because there's no way they could hide magic from her. <laughs> um, their last thing is they say, it's kind of weird to say, but as bad as I'd be at the practice, um, since public speaking is a weakness, I still think I would be more inclined towards it than anyone I know well. And if any of my friends were practitioners, I'd hope they'd choose me. I have Aww. so many goals I'd want to work towards with magic as a guide. I'm rather detached from the world and patterns and symbology are extremely my jam. Oh, I, I love like that. It. I do too. I'll yeah. keep reading if you're trying to type. No, I'm, I can go to the next one. <laughs> okay um the next one is singachi um they say they'd awaken their partner in an instant um they're the kind of person i think would be a very calm and staid practitioner and i can't think of anyone i'd rather explore the practice with which is very sweet that's a very sweet sentiment yes. um i, I copy pasted that so i didn't type yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a word i just don't know what it means s-t-a-i-d um if Singachi needed to it awaken means someone, sedate, oh. respectable, and adventurous. Uh, interesting. Like, and it, the example is state law firms. So there That's you us. go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, uh, Singachi. <laughs> yeah, but um, they um, if they're thinking about like people they need support from and would want to awaken that um, they have a pair of friends from in college who are engaged, um, and they'd go to them to ask them for their help, um. And they super support each other, which is really great. Um, even if there's permanent consequences involved, that they're just super tight and would definitely support each other. Um, Singachi Supes might tight. awaken their mom, um, who is a therapist, and the other verse desperately needs more awakened and aware therapists. Um, and she'd find it really meaningful to take on that role. Yeah, where's the Jessica Yamada of this story? <laughs> where's? Oh, I guess there's um, Dr. Mona. Um, we got one therapist. True, and and pale at least. Yeah, we got one. Oh, packed every time. Therapist. Every time I think of like Jessica Yamada, I like I. No offense, Scott and Matt, but I just get so, <laughs> like I. I feel like I listen to like oh, your podcast for so time. long. I feel like I can't. I'm like I have to double check in my brain if I'm saying it correctly because like you guys always put like the emphasis on the wrong. <laughs> syllable anyway <sighs> what are they like instead of jessica yamada is jessica like i can't even they say yamada yamada yeah jessica yamada it's like no that's not right yamada but we also probably mispronounce things so it's a we definitely mispronounce things <laughs> yes yeah and it's like yeah. they're, they're they're like everything sounded right just as the wrong like emphasis i guess you know yeah 
Anyway. Um, but then Singachi, <laughs> in a cruel twist of irony, realizes that awakening one of their engaged friends would mean that he couldn't be sarcastic anymore and that they would awaken him just for that, which is rude. <laughs> that is a little rude, but that's kind of hilarious. Uh, yes, that's pretty funny. Um, Propaganda Pagoda says um, the friend they speak to most would be dead or worse in under a week because he fundamentally does not understand what's spewing out of his mouth way ahead of his brain, which I can relate to like really <laughs> hardcore. Um, they're saying a distant friend, a former coworker who was their dungeon master for a few sessions before COVID spends a significant amount of his hobby time theory crafting magic systems. Um, they'd like to go to his house and do something small with magic just to let on that something scientifically improbable is going on and let him know magic is a thing, but it is costly. <laughs> I love that it's like the DMs who would be the great practitioners. That makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> it um, does, actually. Yeah. Speaking of people who would be dead or worse in under a week, um, my boyfriend, I'm still trying to get him to read the other verse anything. Um, he's still only read one arc of Pale, but he says shit all the time. And I'm just like, you would be the worst fucking practitioner. Like the way he like yeah. says things like so often i'm just like no like no don't definitely commit that you're going to do the dishes tonight because i know you're not and you know you're not <laughs> and I, yeah. it, that's great that you want to do the dishes tonight i'm not upset with you but reading this story makes me be like no like don't th- like don't just commit. don't say it <laughs> uh, like we all know that that's a lie <laughs> that's funny. um yeah um but leg tall last but not least, says that they are going to take mm. the concept of friend loosely and awaken Snowdrop's tiny fan um, so that they can have a coven member who is a step of everyone else on all the local schemes and conspiracies. Holy shit, Snowdrop's tiny fan would definitely be someone I would want. In yes. My I don't know if she would want that. Crustable. But... <laughs> I was trying to think crustable? of a new word. <laughs> like an uncrustable? Yeah. So there's a crust. It's like <laughs> you're part of the crustable. That's right. We crucible, we crucible, we give away the cr- uncrustable, and we keep the crust as like the barrier. You it's know, the circle that, that binds us together. It, it's the circle that binds us together. The crust, the, the crustable. Um, yeah. Which maybe if you don't like that, you know, I guess at least that means you're not going to eat it, and it'll stay secure or something. I don't know um i i didn't like crusts <laughs> as a child um i remember like wanting like the crust to be cut off of things and now that i'm an adult like you know like crusts are fine whatever i don't care and also i can't imagine myself being the type of mom who like has enough energy to cut the crusts off of things like good for moms who fucking do it because i am already too tired and i don't have any children <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just wish I could get my son to eat, uh, well, anything, anything. <laughs> Fuck. He's so picky. Oh, Miko. Like I pass, I like, well, that's like, because I know you're supposed to like try to put sh- stuff on your kid's plate, right? To at least like get them used to the idea. He like gets mad. So like he'll either hand it back to me just that it's on his plate. And if I put it back, he'll like legit throw food at me. <laughs> I like you, a little jerk. 
I like the handing it back. That's really, that's really funny. Yeah. He he tries to hand it back or like feed it back to me, which is very sweet. But then if I insist it stays there, he'll throw it. Um, Yeah. Uh, All right. New discussion question. I like it. Pick a word that starts with C and tell us what kind of practitioners would make up that group. It'll probably be easier if you pick a word that starts with C that's a synonym to group. Um, I mean, you could pick like that's not technically part of the rules <laughs> that's true i mean it's not technically part of the rule um so how to, you know you you do you if you want to make up a, a word you go for it like crustable crustable <laughs> crustable um alternatively um i don't know why i have this in my head feel free to come up with a dinosaur um that has a curse word in it like cuntosaurus <laughs> i'd like to hear what your versions are of dinosaurs um before we do this outro i have to talk to you about this malia um uh-huh. so if you guys like don't want to talk about somewhat relevant stuff that actually involves me and malia's professions um feel free <laughs> to skip forward um i don't know if you've heard about this but i'm really pissed off about it um <laughs> is it and the I wisconsin thing it is the wisconsin thing i don't really know the details Okay, so basically, just to fill everyone in, um, in Wisconsin, there's a hospital, uh, ThetaCare, um, that had uh, seven out of its 11 employees. Um, I think three of them are nurses and four of them are radiology techs. Um, funny enough, in interventional radiology and cardiology, which I'm not in cardiology, but I am an interventional radiology nurse, hmm. um, basically um, accepted... Um, a position at a different hospital um, that was giving the, I think like one nurse went over um, and got like a much better like pay raise and all that. And she told like mm. her colleagues. And so um, six other people went over. Um, they basically, uh, this hospital theta care filed an injunction um, with a judge basically trying to prevent them to start working at this hospital, but they like, they didn't do it against the employees. They did it against the other hospital. Um, and the judge fucking granted it. Um, <gasps> yes. So saying that like, they're not supposed to fucking start their jobs, I guess legal, um, at the hospital they're going to has said that like, it's unenforceable and they should just go in on Monday anyway for their positions. But like, just the fact that the judge fucking did that, it's supposed to be like, 90 days or something stupid too so and it's it's like so they're technically not supposed to work at either hospital <laughs> it's judges like just suck yeah at least judges like that suck um which is like seriously <laughs> like <laughs> i mean are they trying to do it because it's a pandemic and because like you know we've been doing the pandemic thing for qu- a few years already now and that is not an excuse to treat people like shit like they and the thing is, like they they told their employer, um, they gave him a chance to like give him a better offer because like they gave notice in fucking December, <laughs> and like they just did this like injunction wow. like a day or two ago, <laughs> like then they're supposed to be starting like tomorrow, I think their job. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the so I'm as well, a nurse especially because they're they're especially. at will. Um, they're not like under a contract to remain there for a long time. Exactly. And that's yeah. so much. They're at will. And then um, and it, they're saying, at least in the comments I was reading and stuff, that um, there wasn't like a non like 
compete. It's not a non-compete clause. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like something I'm like skimming stuff really fast. Something about like, yeah, COVID and the hospital has too many patients and so they shouldn't be allowed to whatever the fuck, but also like pay you can't your just goddamn force people workers. To, like fuck I mean, off. You can't force people to work if you're right. not treating them well. Yes, right. the pandemic is crap. It sucks. However, nurses and other people in the hospital like have also been being treated like crap a lot more recently by both the public and by our hospitals that we work at. Um and I feel like this is a terrible precedence for one because like I mean I want to know that if I decide to go to a different hospital to work or something like they can't fucking do that Mm -hmm. um although Texas fucking hates unions so uh that's great (laughs) yeah um but no it just yeah it's like they had a chance to try to retain their employees by giving them a better offer. And instead they decided to, you know, file an injunction and basically like not say that they're not allowed to work. Um, it's, yeah, it's a very bad a taste. And, yeah. I mean, if people are, are essential to, to working and to taking care of patients, which nurses are like, you still need to treat them well to keep them there because we're not in a slave society, <laughs> you know, like, you can't force people to become nurses or doctors or respiratory therapists or techs or like physical therapists or any of that. Like people have to choose to do that and they can choose to work somewhere else if they don't like your offer. Um, I'm very, I'm very angry about this. <laughs> yeah. No, that sucks a lot. Yes. Um, I'm kind of, I know that this kind of just happened like um, basically this weekend, I think, right? Maybe Friday. Um, I think, it I, I, think I heard about weekend. it yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So maybe um, if you have class tomorrow, which I don't know if you do, but maybe sometime this week you'll talk about it with some of your law people because I feel like this is very relevant to both of our careers. Um, Possibly, it's not currently relevant to either of my class or to my classes. Your courses. I'm a, yeah, I'm in a criminal procedure class, a wills and estates class, and a professional professional responsibility class. So professional Um, responsibility but someone might mention it okay yeah i'd be interested to hear what people think about that Mm because i'm hoping that like it'll get overturned tomorrow because i just am like i don't understand how wisconsin is not fun although i think the wisconsin so uh wisconsin is gerrymandered to shit so even though Mm. it's like a purple to blue state the republicans (laughs) have like an iron grip over the state legislature um, and they like to report appoint uh, conservative justices to their Supreme Court, um, Wisconsin Supreme Court ideology. <laughs> but I, I think it's maybe okay. There's a slimmer conservative majority on the Wisconsin Supreme Court. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, there's probably like conservative arguments for why this is bad because like the market and shit. But um, yeah. I just, I don't know, especially for conservatives to be like trying to be, you know, if they're trying to be like, oh, because it's the Rona. And so you have to stay. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> You're the fuckers that have been keeping it going this long. Um, That's stereotyping and generalizing, but it's, you know, I don't know. I'm just like, that's so jacked up. Yeah. Um, I'm upset. And the funny thing is like a lot of people were commenting it because like the um the hospital 
system I think that they were going to was um, Ascension Healthcare. And apparently, usually they're the ones that are doing the shitty stuff. <laughs> but this time, <laughs> this time they're not. So it's like, all right, the uh, one time. <laughs> it's, it's funny. They to care. Um, oh, this is kind of random as well. But and sorry to keep on going um, on this. Hold on. Let me find this real quick again. Um, but especially for other USA listeners, if you have issues with medication to where like your insurance isn't covering your meds, there's something I just heard of. Um, so, okay. So people in the U S especially that have had, um, issues with finding like affordable prescriptions. Um, Mark Cuban, you know, that guy who's on shark tank and a very random, mm-hmm. but he actually opened an online pharmacy that you can get your prescriptions to. Um, they don't take insurance, but the funny thing is most of their meds are like a lot fucking cheaper than even with insurance. Um, like a lot cheaper, um, which for, if you have insurance, you might not have to worry about that, but I know there's a lot of patients and people out there who like can't afford, um, to get their meds because they cost, a ridiculous amount of money and i was checking i i get albuterol for asthma and like it's cheaper on there for me as well hmm. even with my insurance so i might have to switch over to them frankly they don't have insulin on there at least yet but they do have a lot of different things um so it might be worth to just take a look at um that's really interesting yeah what is that called hold on for some reason the the screenshot that is on there doesn't actually have the name of this company which is not very <laughs> helpful um let me see sorry more editing okay it's called cost plus drugs hmm. and yeah and you can cost plus drugs.com obviously do your own research into it because i just heard about it but i know it can be kind of life-changing for people um because there's a lot of medications out there that are really like stupid expensive um <laughs> so basically like you can browse like like the website seems pretty good like you can browse medic the type of medication um, or all medication and it kind of it just tells you like um the form you're getting it in like if it's tablet or like liquid or injection or whatever uh, it tells you what the retail price generally is and it tells what um this what their price is and how much you save so mm. um obviously take it with a grain of salt because it's like brand new and i haven't used it yet or anything but it could be worth looking into, especially if you're having issues with um, being able to afford certain meds because um, insurance companies fucking gouge you for, for I mean, or and just pharmaceutical companies can like gouge you um, for all that. I'm hoping they get insulin added because that's, that really ticks me off that like that costs so much money. Mm. Um, especially when like the person who, discovered it and like really came up with like synthetic insulin like sold his patent for a dollar <laughs> so that people wouldn't have to right pay a ton of money and people still do right so, it sucks it sucks um but yeah i'm not trying to advertise stuff i just think it's kind of exciting if it actually is legit and it kind of looks legit so costplusdrugs.com so just look into it if you need yeah. more meds um anyway that was probably a lot of stuff that you may or may not have been interested in listening to. So we're going to do our outro. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends and leave a rating and review. 
To help support our podcast, go to patreon.com slash doofmedia. If you'd like to support Wildbo as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash Wildbo. You can follow the pod on Twitter at Pale Comparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you would like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker. And thought I'd add this in here for your information. Next episode, we will be covering chapter 6.5 and 6.6, probably. Is that right, Jenny? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I was just like, oh, we could put this in here instead of me forgetting to post it on Twitter every week. I think that's a good idea. I like it. <laughs> can add that. Cool. Um, fun fact, um, which I really hope is true, um, because my son's almost three. Um, <laughs> humans are the most physically aggressive at around two years old. Um, seems to track to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You've met my son. <laughs> You'd probably agree. All right. Well, I mean, he, I don't know. Well, he's very sweet. But, <laughs> like, man, that kid just drives me nuts. But I love him. <laughs> All right. Have a good week, you guys. Bye. Bye.